Yo, yo, Colin, I hope you got a drink because it's PO7. What you got? Uh, what is Coors, that? One Coors Banquet that was in the fridge. Coors Banquet? I don't even know what that is. It's like the, it's basically like the original, it's like the original Coors. It's in a yellow can and they come in like a stubby bottle. It's like, I'm pretty sure Coors Light is like the light version of this. Oh, Coors Heavy? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is a special thing, but it's an old, it's an old beer. But they are brought you, it back uh, like two or three years ago. Are you just going to go with uh, three albums each time now? Because I see you only have three albums behind you. Yeah, I kind of like how it looks better. Symmetrical. Yeah. The designer and, in you. Well, it's also because of the the outlet gets in the way uh, of the whole thing. That's the one. There's there's an outlet here, and then the next outlet is like eight feet away. So, hmm. well, shit. I I'm reluctant to ask, but uh, what'd you do this week, Colin? <laughs> uh, what is what's a week? What's time anymore? What is life? Now, uh, didn't do a whole lot. Uh, it was really nice on Saturday. Good God. Yeah, it was actually. It was really nice on Saturday, but I actually preferred tonight's weather better. Tonight was awesome. Tonight was great. Although I did, I drove on the freeway today and I have the top off my Jeep and it was a little brisk for that. But, uh, Dude, but that's, yeah, it's, that's so Midwest of you. <laughs> like it's 60. Let's take the top off of things. It's 60. Let's put the rag top down. Well, I barely, it, been, I barely been driving. So. Most right. of the time, I and since I cleaned out at least one half of my garage, I've been able to put it in the garage. So I've been able to just leave the top off, so it's actually nice. Oh, nice. I I think I told you this. I have a problem with my tail lights. Did I tell you this? It's got to yeah, be the wiring. Okay. Yeah. I've only driven my car once since then. Since we talked, I've just been driving Amy's car everywhere. Um, I drove it once the other day, other day just thinking like I should probably at least make sure it goes. I don't want to like leave it for too long. So I drove it to the store. But other than that, I've had the same tank of gas for two months. It is wild how like all of a sudden like gas has dis- uh, disappeared from our budget because it's so gas is so cheap right now and we're not using it at all. It's crazy. Are you repurposing that budget for other shit? Uh, the fact that our grocery budget skyrocketed because of the, having these kids home all day. Yes. <laughs> it's just mm. shifting into that. Our so grocery that, budget is so much higher. Uh, ours is too, because we're not, but it's only because we're not like eating out. Well, we, we have ate out, but we're not eating out. So our grocery budget is up. Other than that, like, I don't Well, I, don't I mean, know. but you think about for me, uh, Monday through Friday, breakfast and lunch is on my taxes not on my daily budget so that's 15 meals that i'm now having to fulfill (laughs) uh see i always did even for hayden even though he can go to school and get uh breakfast there um he rides the i don't know he rides the bus and shit so i don't i don't think they even get there in time regardless he gets up and eats at home I pack his lunch, so nothing's really changed there. 
Uh, and then dinner. It's the same. I don't know. What I've noticed is number one, I'm not spending gas money, right? It's just not happening. Number two, I'm not buying lunch every single day. That shit adds up. Like I, I like Chipotle would be like the cheapest lunch I would buy. Yeah. And you know, that's like eight bucks or seven or eight bucks. And if that's the cheapest and then the most expensive is like, I think I spent, you know, 20, 25 bucks on lunch before. And if you do that every day for a whole pay period, so two weeks, I mean, that shit adds up. Yeah. It adds up crazy. So I've been buying shit because you get to like that other check deposits and you're like, wow, why do I still have so much money in my checking? That's weird. It's not supposed to be like that. After a couple of those, I determined that that is my money now to play with. I'm going to buy things. So one of the things I bought um, was that uh, grown up remote control car. Oh, yeah. Did I was, first of all, it was supposed to be here on Friday. It's not there yet? I was so happy it was going to be here on Friday. We had some beautiful weather ahead. Oh, man, a, Saturday would have been perfect. I had a whole day to play with it. Uh, it takes forever for those batteries to charge. Um, somewhere around 200 to 300 minutes. And you get okay. like, I don't know, 20 minutes of play out of it. So it's like, I don't know. I really wanted it to be here on Friday. I was going to charge it up and then I was going to play with it Saturday morning, charge it, play with it again. And I bought a spare battery. So I was going to like cycle the, you know, get one charging while I'm playing one. I get a fucking update and tracking says it's not going to be here till Monday. So it ruined, I don't want to say it ruined my weekend because we had beautiful weather. We were outside the whole time, cut the grass. (laughs) But really, I, I was really looking forward to that. So it shows up today. I'm hype because I'm in meetings and I forget. And then I, I go, oh shit, is that here? I check on my uh, doorbell camera. It's there. Run out there, get that bitch, open it up. And uh, I was like, oh, I should probably charge this a little bit first because it said to charge it. Take it outside. It is so fun and so <laughs> fast. So fun and so fast. I cannot express to you I was like, I bet I had the dumbest smile on my face while I'm just ripping this thing around. Um, It's also too fast. And it it like the trigger thing that like controls the throttle. It's, it's sensitive. So like, is it one of those? It's like you hold the trigger and you turn a knob. Yes. Yes. So just like all the ones I grew up driving for the most part. uh, So very natural to me. Like I, there was no problems as far as like driving. But it was so fast that if you're in grass and you just floor it, it I mean, it'll, it'll damn near do a backflip. It pops a wheelie. You have to like, you have to like pull it a little bit. And so it like gets going and then just throttle it. And you can't, you almost can't drive it if you have it all the way down. If it's floored, you can't drive it. So I took it out. Yeah, dude, it's so insane. I had so much fun. And then uh, my wife was like, oh, let Hayden have a turn. <laughs> and inside, I'm like, no. Uh, number one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> number one, the battery's not dead, so no. Uh, number two, I don't think he can handle it. But I'm like, all right, let me just, you know, I, I explained to him, like, just barely pull the trigger. Like, just, you just mess around with it. Like, don't floor it. He takes it. He's ripping around. 
full-blown crashes it directly into my house. Oh, no. And broke it. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So I went from driver to mechanic in like five minutes. Uh, So I took it down the basement and I was like looking for a tutorial anywhere. Like, how do I take this thing apart? There's a thousand parts and screws. Um, And I just, I, I couldn't find anything. So I just had to like fucking fiddle my way through it. And it turns out it wasn't like broke, broke. It just some oh, things man. had like came out of place. So I fixed it and then I was like, I'm going back outside. So I went back outside with it and I, I was driving it on the street and I would drive it, you know, five or six houses down, turn it around, start ripping towards me and then just full open the throttle up and do when it goes by you. It is so fast. It's like, <laughs> I, I was out there for at least 15 minutes. It's ripping. Hilarious. And I'm like, I took it, uh, uh, I took it like off road and shit like that. Crashed it into the fucking house and broke it. <laughs> you did? Yes. <laughs> yes. So moral oh of the God. story is if you think you're about to buy one that goes like 50 or 60 and you think you're just going to jump right in, you're not. Because <laughs> uh, mine goes like 30 or 40. Oh my God. And it's, difficult and I'm, I'm fairly experienced with driving remote control cars and it is it's a whole new level of shit that is hilarious so is it like broken broken this time no uh Same i thing? did some i did something similar to what hayden did it, there's like this i'm already starting to learn the names of things this is it's like a this specific pen but I just had to go in and unscrew some take the bumper off unscrew a few things slide the pin out and like realign some shit and put the pen back in. Like, I don't know. I, I suspect, I suspect something is broken, like from the first wreck, and I just caused the same thing to happen. Because you know how, like, you you know how GoPros, how have you ever played with a GoPro? Yeah. You know how they like have that weird mount system that's like some flat things, and they slide between other flat things. Yeah. Okay, so if you put a pin all the way through that, but just one of those flat things ended up on the other side. You'd be like, what the fuck? That's not yeah. possible. This pen just went through all the holes. That's what this is. It's a pen. It goes through all these holes. But somehow, after the crash, one thing ended up on the other side. So oh. I think maybe there's like a crack in it, and it's pulling it over the pen and out. So maybe it's still broken from the first crash. I don't know. All I know is you got to come over and fucking play with this thing or else <laughs> you got to bring it over. Because it is Dude, dumb I bet, fun. I bet, I bet Hayden was just... Like I bet he went white. Uh, yeah, he he felt a little bad, but I think it was okay. Like I explained to him that every single part on this thing is replaceable. I mean, you can yeah. buy like new shocks with oil yeah. in them and everything. So I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll buy some more parts. I love to buy things right now. Apparently, so funny. I uh, I did make a. I just looked over and saw it. I made a uh plan not a plan but a sketch of like idea of what i want my back patio to look like i did accomplish oh, that this weekend is that on graph paper or just uh yeah it's on graph paper but it's okay. not like nothing to scale it was just me sitting outside dreaming yeah no but i i asked about the graph paper because uh when you first held it up the perspective 
on everything looked angled correctly. And I said, if you did that, like just freehand, that's impressive. Graph paper, still impressive, but I understand more now. Got it. I didn't tell you what I was drinking. Yeah, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Urban Artifact. So have you had any other beer? Uh, Sounds familiar. Literally all the labels look like this. You see it? Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have one called Finn that I really like. And since we've been drinking nothing but sours, uh, this is sour, crisp, orange. That's all. It's an orange goza. Goza? Gozy? Goza? What is Goes. that? Goes. No. Like nose. No, like nose. it's no, it's like I it I you gotta say the E, I think. I think it's like goza. I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. Dude, we gotta Google this shit. It's goze. Oh, pop that shit. I did I popped some goze. That's pretty good. Now I really do think I think you have to say the E. But not well, an E. It's an E. Goes. Goza. 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 Nah, I'm pretty sure it's like nose. I keep pointing at my nose like an idiot. You do. You do. Like you don't I'm know not, what a fucking nose is. I'm not sure that I believe you though. Uh Colin, I saw on your Instagram you had a mask on. Yep. Were, were you out in the wild? So my office, my company officially, you know, based on the Ohio guidelines, uh my company officially is like soft opening this week. Um so we're still telling people that, you know, do you feel more comfortable working from home or, you know, just to, to keep cleanliness and stuff like that as well, you know, work from home if you can or if you really want to, but some of us will be in and out. And I just, it was, I had a client call and I thought it would be nice to get out of the house and also have a quiet place for a call for once. Did you take and, the call with your mask on? No, 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 no. I had the mask off and I was sitting down at my desk. Got it. Mask off. <laughs> Fuck it. Mask off. Dude, future like should have trademarked that shit before he, this all started. No, he did. He's got a foundation called like the mask mask off or mask on foundation. And he donated really? like, yeah, he donated a shit ton of masks. Perfect. I I'm going to look it attention. up. Should have paid attention to pop culture. Future mask off foundation. Maybe. Let's try that. Uh, it was also. Yep. It, was, it, was on, uh, it was on CNN. Future is donating face masks to hospital workers and patients. Uh, wait. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not called the Mask Off Foundation. <laughs> Free Wishes Foundation. Good for you, Future. Anyway, go on. I like how you just automatically assumed it was called the Mask Off Foundation. <laughs> Why would he not? Why would he not? Uh, no, it was there was only like six of us in the office, so it was like a ghost town. But it was it was amazing, like how I like legitimately missed being there. I like missed work, work, and oh, yeah. like, and it was like nice. It was just nice to be in that environment, and uh, it was nice to go for a drive, like my normal commute drive. You know, like the drive I'm used to taking every day, but like yeah. I can drive way faster because there's nobody on the road downtown's fucking weird too man it's a ghost town it's weird oh, it feels really? weird weird and they're tearing they're like they're starting to tear down mount carmel so that's weird too and no shit yeah i didn't know that it's been closed for over a year 
but they're just now starting to tear it down. Man, I wonder if that would have been like one of those fun abandoned places to like go through. Uh, But yeah, it was, it was cool. I uh, probably pop in and out of the office a few times this week. Um, But yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I'm still uh, working from home bare minimum through the end of May. (sighs) I can't afford the Rona. Uh, My wife is getting surgery this week. So Friday, uh, she gets knee surgery and she has to have a Rona test like I think Wednesday and then has to isolate until, uh, she gets the surgery, you know, cause like she has to be under, under like general anesthesia and they're going to be all up yeah. in her fucking mouth and shit. So they had to make sure she didn't have the Rona. Uh, the fucked up shit is I am not allowed to be in there with her. In fact, I have to sit in my car is what they said. Is that crazy? It's weird. You know, that's like it, six hours. That's crazy. Also, when she's in isolation, like, like what about her kids? Uh, well, yes. So she just has to isolate at home. It means don't go out. Oh, like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I should have used a better term. She has to, she's with her quarantine. Yeah. Right. Uh, but no, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't experienced that at the, at the doctor, uh, yet. I've, I mean, I've only, only doctor I've been to is the pediatrician. Um, and they were still taking patients in, but, uh, the vet is doing that. Like I have to pull up. I have to call. They talk to me for a minute. They come out. They grab. They grabbed Pepper. They brought her inside. They checked her in. They called me back. They checked her in. They called me again. The doctor like gave me his or the vet gave me his, you know, thing, his spiel, and then he hung up the phone. And then they brought her back out. Or then they called me again from the front desk. It was so many phone calls. They yeah. called me again from the front desk and checked me out. And then hell yeah, they did. Back. Oh, I didn't put this on the list. This shit was weird, man. So I was at the Kroger on on uh, West Broad and okay. Wilson and Wilson. Oh yeah, I know. I'm very familiar. It's my old stomping ground. Square. Remember that that Kroger is legitimately like a third world country. Oh yeah. Okay, and uh, it's got an entire like ethnic spice area. It, but I mean, I, I'm meaning more. It's just like a dump. It feels like a a slum, and uh, it's it's. Anyway, I was in there, and I, this girl's ringing me up, and I'm buying beer. So she, I hold up my ID, and she's like in her twenties. Okay, and I hold up my ID, and. Then I pulled my mask down so she could see, like my face, even though in my ID I have long hair and no facial hair. But anyway, uh, the there's this older lady, southwest side of Columbus, older lady. You know exactly what oh, I'm talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, she's 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 bagging the groceries, and she goes, she says, uh, oh, what'd she say? Oh my God. You look so much younger in that picture. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, she goes, then she stops and she goes, she opens her mouth and, you know, she's got 
four or five teeth. She's like, don't get me wrong, though. You are a very attractive guy. <laughs> oh, shit. You still got it. Daddy so still then, got it. So then l- later that night, I was also buying beer at a gas station. I sat outside a lot on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I was also buying beer at a gas station. And the guy rings me up. And I just pull out my card. I just do it instinctively. I don't wait to get carded. I'm not one of those people. I I pull it out instinctively because I've always looked kind of young and people have always, always carded me. And I pull it out. And this guy, he goes, he, he goes, <laughs> dude, you look old as my mama. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this guy was easily in his late 40s. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So that was twice in one day that I got called old, that I looked you, old. You think it's uh, you think it's that? that it's got to be. It's got to be. Damn. I mean, is my that, hair is, is that, my my hair is starting to go go gray, but it's got to be the mustache. Does that uh, does that change your opinion of it at all? No. You still think you're just like fuck it? I'm I'm cool as shit. I'm rolling with it. I don't know that it's cool as shit. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm sitting here for the last six weeks staring at my fucking face half of my day you know i have i've gone over in my head a thousand times how many times i want to shake just shave it off and then go you know what maybe i do actually like it it's like by the minute you know yeah so if you ever shave it off you have to do two things you have to uh i just like put lines in it like all the way down so it's just like a dotted line hold up some scissors so it's like just cut here you know uh and then you have to shave just one half off you gotta like that's that's a requirement. If you have facial hair, and you're getting rid of facial hair, it's a requirement that you do weird shit. Yeah. That being said, because I'm up in the house, I've actually been thinking about like maybe I'll shave my beard. Oh. I've had a beard for since. Well, I've had a beard since I've been shaving my head. Like the day I first ever shaved my head, I was somewhere in my twenties. I stopped ever having, you know, clean shaven skin again. And the closest I ever got was one time for Halloween. Uh, I shaved off most of it and left a mustache, but it wasn't, it ended up not being good enough and prominent enough to be like good for the Halloween costume. So I put a fucking fake mustache over top my real mustache. That's embarrassing. Uh, you know, I'm looking at you right now. That sounded super weird. What well, you uh, should be. We're on fucking video call. But while you but while you're talking about it, I was like really looking at your facial hair. And you have like a really nice like like curve thing here. Right where yeah, right there. So if you shaved and left that mustache, but that go down to like there, and then you have a really thick soul patch, you could do the fucking Frank Zappa thing and it'd be really nice. <laughs> the Frank Zappa thing. Um I mean, maybe that's just, I don't know, man. If I, if I shave it, you can bet your ass. I'm going to do some shit to it. I was thinking of like, uh, trimming it real short and doing some fucking Jody high roller shit all up and down this bitch. (laughs) Or just just busting it off. Vinnie Paul, dude. You said, okay. You said, you said Vinnie Paul moving into seltzers. Uh, Okay. 
Is that uh, just regular seltzer water? Yeah, well, it's blackberry hibiscus, uh, simple truth, like the Kroger. Mm, that's your brand. shit. You love that. You know what I noticed when I held this up to you? Look at this. Look at this dumb shit. <laughs> it almost matches my shirt. That's, that's too much. Um, when you said Vinnie Paul, my mind went to Vinnie from Jersey Shore. Yikes. Right. Which... I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm building here, uh, which made me think about Paul A.D., which, for whatever reason, my daughter says, yeah, buddy, that's her new shit. And, like, I encourage the shit out of it at first, but oh, now man. for no reason. She has two things she does, which she, like, she got a rise out of us, so, like, now she thinks they're hilarious. One is she'll just enter a room and be like, yeah buddy <laughs> and the other is for no reason she started calling me babe she's Weird. like hey babe i was like what because she'll hear like my wife say hey babe will you do this or hey babe can you grab this and now she goes babe hey babe babe and i'm like no i am dad i am not babe so that's her new shit if i try to correct her she just does it more um, yeah, so you talked about soft opening your office, and that's obviously yeah. because Ohio is, for the most part, uh, opening back up to everything that's not, you know, beauty related. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, they either need to pull the Band-Aid. I don't, I don't understand the, the soft opening Ohio thing. I don't get it. Because... You go to some stores, they're taking little to no precaution and everything's completely fine. And then you start thinking about, you know, tattoo shops, which are labeled as beauty shops, right? Because they do, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And they're typically, they take more, more measures and more safety precautions daily, like in life always, right? And they're not open. And then places like fucking Walmart, where the people are questionably not even uh, really people sometimes. That's a, a a really good point about that whole thing. That because those services weren't deemed essential, right now they're lumped in with some idea that they're not that they're not clean enough to be open. Because that's yeah. the like I think that's like the, what people are thinking. But that's not really the case. I think the I, I get what you're saying, but I think that the soft opening has more to do with look, we think that we're ready to start getting people out in the world again. So then you slowly do it and see if you see a huge spike, like, well, maybe it's not maybe you know, we need to step back, we need to hunker down a little bit more. You know, I don't know, maybe that's the thought process. That's my guess. Yeah. There's just a lot of businesses that I'm questioning. I'm questioning how they're all essential. And I'm not saying. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying tattoo shops are essential. But I'm saying that if it was deemed essential, it was like worth the risk, right? It, it, there are certain things like grocery stores and things like that. Like you, they're they're essential, right? We have yes. to eat. We have to go there. 
but there's just i don't know there's just some i can't get on board with like i almost can't even get on board with like home depot yeah no i told i know like the the essential thing i get what they mean like you said like things that people need you know these are the people who are part of the supply chain for things that people need healthcare, food utilities you know etc and uh but then you think like, yeah, ta- tattoo parlors aren't essential. But no, for the people who work there, it is essential <laughs> for yeah. one. And but two, it's uh, I actually have read a couple articles about this. There is when you say like, I don't see why that's essential. A lot of them aren't, but a lot of them have found loopholes in their state's guidelines to remain open because people are more worried about profits than anything. Right. So, or not, I mean, that's not, that's also not true. So it's, it's, it is, I should step back there. Some people are trying to open up, you know, I think that governments are pushing to open up quicker than later because they want people off unemployment. Uh, but a lot of businesses are pushing to open up early because they need to survive. So I, I'm not going to say everybody's about profits. A lot of people are about surviving. So, Scratch that from the record. Yeah. So where where would gyms fall? Like where would you consider a gym? I think a gym is, no offense, completely unessential. You think that like a local butcher is like, okay, how about this? How about a, a local like cannabis shop? Uh, for people who have been prescribed it as medication, it is a necessary healthcare. Okay. What about people who literally need to work out or they're going to die of heart disease? Go for a run around your goddamn neighborhood. Really? Yeah. People what have if, to go to the gym. What if you're too big and you need the weights in the workout? Okay. Then you work out special exemptions for people who need those services there you go now see this you actually i led you into it but you went to exactly where i need needed it to go there should be exemptions there should be there totally should be i think we're getting there i think we're getting there i think we're getting where it's we're within two weeks most things are going to be open except for those I think I do think it should be like tattoos and barbershops and stuff like that. You know, these places have to take extra precautions or, you know, or whatever, you know, like it's, it's just do what you got to do to make it okay to open up. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it, I don't know the, it, the whole thing. Like I was trying to find reason and rationale for some of this. Hey, stuff. Should we like, post this thing? Let's do it. Let's see if we can uh, get somebody on here with us. Sorry, those I didn't of you mean listening, to derail the conversation. No, that's fine. For those of you listening, uh, we're just going to kind of post up the Zoom number and see if anybody joins. We did this last episode, but we did it like what was it? Fucking midnight. Five minutes. Five and minutes for five and minutes. Was- so we're. I don't know. 20, 30 minutes in, some shit. Let's post it and see if anybody joins.
don't know if they will, but we'll see. I don't know. I think the whole thing I was trying to get to with that was I started looking into essential versus not essential when my wife's knee surgery got postponed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that seems essential. Yeah, but it's not because you won't die without it. Just like you won't die without medical marijuana. Not to well, say. Oh, uh, well, I, uh, yeah, I get that, but I, I won't die without my antidepressant, but you know, who knows if I'm off it for X amount of time, maybe I will want to kill myself. I don't know. Yeah, no, I exact, <laughs> exactly the point I was making earlier. Some of these places, like, for example, going to the gym, I'm going to go back to that one. That is somebody's antidepressant. That is what keeps people from fucking going crazy. That, that has more than physical. It has a lot of mental. I see what you're saying. But but in that regard, it's like, okay, if, if we're going to go that place, I don't find that in the gym. I find that in going to the record store and flipping through records. You know, so. Sure. But that's like completely unessential. So sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. I'm just but happy I think, that things I are starting think, to level out I do, a bit. I do think that for the most part, the administration in this state is trying really hard to 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 find that line between safety and liberty i think it's not libertine enough for some people uh but i actually think he's doing a pretty good job of trying to really appease everybody here so one thing that is good that came out of it is uh i have all that fucking workout equipment in the basement and i'm finally using it it's i mean for me the gym is definitely something I need and I don't need it because I'm in shape. I don't need it because I'm hella out of shape. I just need it because it's something that I need. Like it, for me, it's like a disconnect for me, probably the same way, like laying back and chilling and listening to an entire vinyl record for you is that's me going to the gym. I like to just go around. And I think that's, I think that's how they're, I think if you think about that though, that's kind of how they are determining what is essential and what is not. Whereas for the gym or for the, people who like to go to record stores, you know, that's a much smaller sample of the population that that's essential to. Whereas grocery stores are essential to a astronomically higher percentage of the the population. I think that's kind of how they're starting to deem what is essential, what is not like what as the most people need. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's just, it's funny though. What? I was just say we could uh we could probably hypothesize on it all night, but but one thing I have noticed I'm I'm gonna move on over is uh because of where we're at now we're on seven week seven hmm? officially at home and uh and week eight for a lot of people who were already like like trickling in before they put the order in and it's I've noticed a lot of people posting about how they're like just like i saw somebody said i finally did it i'm 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 bored as hell guys i've just i've i've seen more and more people talk about how bored they are or how they're not feeling creative now and uh etc etc and i've felt it a little bit too where i've just kind of like been just bumming around the house a little bit 
thing. Nothing is like really interesting me. TV shows, playing the guitar. You know, I'm trying. I'm still doing these things. I'm still trying to do stuff. But I think that we have exhausted as a culture. This is my theory: is that we have exhausted as a culture the adrenaline rush of figuring shit out. You know, mm-hmm. like we all got told to stay home and, and, and we all got became, we all became homeschool teachers. We all became, you know, homemakers and we all, and, and we all became work from home people or we became unemployed. And all of these people, the entire world for the last two months has been running on this absolute adrenaline rush of just trying to make shit work. And I think we've made it work now. We've settled in. It makes sense. Now it's like, oh, huh, I'm at home. You know, like, I, I feel like we're all kind of hitting this wall at the same time of it's settling in. New. Settling in. Yeah, okay, it's not, my heart's not racing all the time anymore because this is fine. You know, you know, like, I don't know. What's that? What's that fucking saying? Improvise, adapt, overcome. Right. What is that? Is that right next to your Blue Lives Matter sticker? Might be. Fuck, I don't know. Thin blue line, bro. Um, now, I don't know. When you say figuring things out, I definitely, I, I was thinking that as a, like a curious nature to figure things out. Uh, which I have. Uh, yeah. Which I have. Um, and you can, you can channel some of that creativity because you can just go to Hobby Lobby. It was essential. They they sell essential craft supplies. You knew that, right? So just go to Hobby oh, yeah. Lobby, bro. Joanne Fabrics is open too. Well, you know, fabric for masks. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, Hobby Lobby is just a bigger version of Joanne's. The fuck but. it is! Don't you disrespect Hobby Lobby like that, dude? Joanne Fabrics is literally about fabric. It's Somebody like. D- Somebody Half doesn't shop. Store. Somebody doesn't shop at Joanne Fabrics. Uh, that somebody is you. And if you come up to my nice Joanne Fabric that looks like ooh. a fucking, it looks like ooh. a, ooh, it looks like an Apple store in there. You should see the Joanne Fabric. They re- they renovated it last year up here. It is weird, super weird. It shouldn't be what it is. Um, anyway, yeah, dude, half the store is fabric. The other half the store is fucking flowers. And then there's like that back area that has, you know, shit that looks like it should be at Hobby Lobby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hobby Lobby gang. Why are you defending those bigots anyway? I know, dude. And and those motherfuckers, everybody knows that the best crafting day is Sunday and they're closed. Fuck that. Fucking. Another essential <laughs> I'm not, business. I'm not even going to say it. Another essential business uh, that got a lot of flack actually was GameStop because video games are very essential right now. It's exceptionally essential business. Uh, That being said, I've started playing video games. Hell, hell has officially frozen over and I haven't played a, like a cool kid video game since Call of Duty Black Ops 2 on the Xbox 360. So what's your cool kid game? Call of Duty? Call of Duty Warzone on the fucking PC. It's awesome. Right, is this is this I'm a gamer? Yes. Yes, it is. 
I did put it on the board because I don't think uh, okay, I'm wondering if I've been avoiding playing games because I knew that I was going to get sucked back in. It was going to be really fucking fun. Uh, I 100% that happened to me. Recently? Uh, I played Grand Theft Auto uh, 4 San Andreas and it like fucking ruined my life, man. No, I'm just kidding. It didn't really, but like I was... I was in, you know, at that point I was in my early twenties, mid twenties. And I just, I was like, this is sucking my time away. I'm getting home from work and I'm just doing this. And, uh, I was like, I was like, nah. And I put, I just put the games down and I, I fell off. I totally fell off. I had a, it was a PS3 yeah. and I didn't get a 360. I didn't get a PS4, anything like that. And then, and I, and I always said, I'm not doing it because I know it'll suck me in. And then my friend moved to Norway and they were unloading a bunch of stuff. And he sold me a 360 with like 20 games. And I started playing Grand Theft Auto 5 and I started playing Forza Horizon. And I just was like, yep, I'm back, baby. I'm back, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking, I've been tinkering with my computer and set up a lot. Uh, and what, in fact, when we got on the call tonight, the first thing you said was, is your computer in a different spot? I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. This is the seventh different setup that I've had, uh, which I should note that there will at least be nine. I already have my next two phases planned out. Um, so I'll explain. So this computer and desk have been on almost every every uh, room in this office. And the only one they can't go on is the one to my right because there's doors there. You're used to seeing those doors behind me. So normally, I'm you know, it's angled this way and you'd be looking behind me would be now it's to my right. This, how I have it set up now, it's a very unconventional setup. You walk in and... The desk is not against a wall. I put it like perpendicular coming out from the long wall. So there's a flat wall behind me because, and this leads into my setup, you know, eight and nine behind me is where I'm mounting the guitars and shit. Nice. I thought uh, you were going to so put I, up your, I thought you are going to put up your, your porno posters. Oh yeah. Like, a, like, like it's a mechanic shop. Okay, so it's funny that you said that. This is It's not actually a porn thing, but you know how like poster girls, like everyone used to have like poster girls, you know, what, what's yeah. that called? Centerfold? Centerfold yeah. things hanging up. I'm trying to think of like, who were the big ones? Like there was like Pam Anderson, you know, Jenny McCarthy. Like that was like my era, right? Yeah. Carmen Electra. Yeah. Right? She, Dude, I don't know how old she is. I saw her the other day for the first time in like probably 20 years. And when I say saw her, I mean she popped up on TV. There was something. You were just out and you just saw her at the Kroger. Yeah, dude. I fucking broke quarantine to go pick up some groceries and there she was picking up some bananas. Um, No. She looks – she does not look like she really aged. And I'm assuming that's heavy makeup. 
But when you look at people like, you know, Pam Anderson and like some of the other ones, they actually look like they've at least aged. Yeah. Carmen Electra still looks super relevant. Like she's probably out still doing like hella modeling. Super weird. I know. Super weird. You want to hear some nerd shit? Please. True story. I had a centerfold in my room as a kid and it was uh, Valera Croft. Oh, Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider in a bathing suit. Oh, get the fuck out. But like from the middle of like Game Informer magazine, you know, like it's embarrassing to say out loud. Why? I had a poster of a sexy pixelated character. (laughs) Honestly, probably was pixelated back then. Oh my God. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was a cutscene version of her. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. So can't believe I just said that. I believe the kids would say that's so cringe. More than cringe. Yeah. The, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the graphics on games nowadays are stupid. Yeah. I, so I tell realize. me, tell, are you good at Call of Duty again? Oh, hell no. No, definitely not good at it. Um, you played it on PC? Yes, but I have a controller. Xbox controller. It's not an Xbox controller, it but looks, it is. I mean, it's the same button layout. Yeah, it is. But if you look here, it's got all these like oh. special special buttons. Like it's got a bunch of special like I don't know what to call those macro buttons or something where I can this program tastes, them. By the way, by the way, do not recommend blackberry hibiscus. This tastes like I this tastes like I dissolved children's chewable Tylenol. Mm. I Go love on. that shit. Uh, but speaking of uh, speaking of uh, nostalgia and games. Uh, do you remember Streets of Rage? Yeah. The beat em up games on Sega? Yeah. Uh, last week, <clears throat> Streets of Rage 4 came out for Switch and for, I got it. It was on the Xbox Game Pass and it is like a, it's a remake. It's a, well, not a remake. It's a, it's a sequel to the trilogy and it is animated the same style. But elevated, like it's cooler now, and it's all the same gameplay. Like you know, you're going like this, but if you're like right here, and the enemy's right here, and you punch, it's only you don't hit them. You know, it's got all the same mechanics. Everything's exactly the same. So I'm playing it, and wait, what's that on? Is that on the Switch? It's on the Switch. Uh, I think it's like twenty bucks. If you have Xbox, it's on Game Pass. You know, which is something you pay monthly, and you could play a bunch of different games. Uh, but it's it's so fun. It's so goddamn hard because it's like the, there's no checkpoints back then, right? And uh, so you die in the boss at the end of the stage. You're back to the beginning. But uh, <clears throat> it is a lot of fun. And I was like, I started playing it, and I was just fucking whooping ass. And my kids were like, "How are you so good at this?" And I was like, <laughs> "Do you know how many hours I spent playing?" These side-scrolling beat-em-up games as a kid. Holy shit. Altered uh, Beast. Do you remember Altered Beast? No. You like started out as like a muscly, uh, as like a guy, and then you fought and you got more muscly. And then you got another power-up and you like turned into like, one guy turned into like a, like a wolf man. One guy, like you turned into like a beast version of yourself, but you keep getting bigger. Hmm. And, and <laughs> Dude, I used to love 
a couple games. I loved uh, Contra. Mm-hmm. Contra was my shit. Paperboy. Paperboy Excite- was the shit. Excite Bike. Those are my shits. Um, are you familiar with the, a game on Switch called Cuphead? Yeah, I have it on Xbox. Gotcha. Yeah, I I thought I thought the whole aesthetic that like 1930s perfect. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, it, it, it actually it, made me want to play it. Another game. That's another game. That's like that's like your like your Metroid or Mega Man. Same yeah. kind of thing, you know, where there's barely any checkpoints, hard as fuck, and it's all based on like, okay, he jumps this way, and then he jumps this way, and then he jumps this way, and you're like trying to time everything. Yeah. And it, dude, I got about a third of the way through Cuphead, maybe half, and it got so hard, and I just put it down for a while, and then Miles picked it up, and he's fucking tearing it up. He's tearing that fucking game up. It's embarrassing. Man, I just had this same conversation uh, with Kyle. So, Kyle plays actually like on a PC. Like, he's good as fuck on Xbox and all that too, but he plays with the goddamn characters and moves the mouse around and shit. I don't even try because I, I know that I'm trash when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, Hayden, who had never played like that, he had barely ever touched a PC in his life. I just showed him how to do it. And why the fuck was he like destroying people? Yeah. Kids nowadays, they're, they're, their whole hand-eye coordination is like far superior. That shit was just coming out when we were I'm not out. sure. I also am not sure that it's just a kids nowadays thing. I think that we are also getting old and our hand-eye coordination is worse. Speak for yourself, bro. My shit's, my shit's tight. Oh, man, you're cutting it's out. A, I don't think it's a generational thing. Shit. Am I back? Yeah, you're back, but I wonder if that's going to be the first. Uh, I, I don't think you've cut out like at all since we've been doing these remote. That's the first one. Like muted cut out? Um, it or kind like, of sounds like that one. It kind of sounded like Stephen Hawking was on the other end of the phone for a minute. <laughs> rest in peace. Pour one out for our boy, Stephen Hawking. I'm not even going to drink the rest of this guy. That's so gross. Do it. Drink Pineapple. Pineapple. I'm going to. Uh, pineapple. Yeah. Um, all right. So something else that happened this weekend is we're all out back. We're hanging out. And uh, I, I was just finishing up mowing. Turned the mower off or like I, you know, I released the thing. Mower turns off and I hear some weird noise. And I look over at Hayden. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, I don't know, man. It sounds like. It sounds like a cross between Eloise screaming and a dog barking. And I was like, did you hear that though? He's like, yeah, it's the second time I've heard it. I was like, okay, what the, like, what the fuck was that? So then I'm looking and I'm like, and then I I hear it again. And I, I go, is that coming from our grill? He was like, I don't know. I said, I think there's a fucking animal in our grill. Because, like, we have our grill out back. It's on the patio and all that. And I thought it was the wind, but, like, the grill was pushed out a little bit. And, like, the day before, I walked out and I kind of straightened things up. I pushed it back, you know, into its, like, spot. Well, in the back of the grill at the bottom where the propane tank is, it's mostly covered, but there's a good six-inch gap where, you know, an animal could get right over that and hang out in the little closed-in uh propane area 
and I pushed it back against the house. So what I thought and what I built in my mind was, oh my God, there's an animal in there. It got in there. I pushed it back to the house. It can't get out now. I This fucking animal is yelling. I have to open that door and release the Kraken. Like sometimes someone has to do this. So I'm getting close to it and I'm trying to like look in through the cracks because I don't know if you know this, but I... I'm hanging onto a man card by a fucking thread. Oh yeah, I know you're super weak when it comes to critters. All critters. So I'm I'm like looking through, and then finally I muster up the courage to like like tap it a few times to see if like it'll scream or like <laughs> do anything. Uh, <laughs> then I still can't bring myself to just open the door. Can't do it. All I all I have to do is open the door and run. And my wife and everybody's like pumping me up. They're like, dude, just open the door and run. And I'm like, what? Like, you don't know how, you don't know what's in there. Like, you don't know how fast it is. What if it just fucking comes out at me? You know, I'm okay. So I go to the garage and I get a piece of rope. <laughs> you know, lasso, whatever it is. Fuck no, dude. I tied the rope on the handle so I could get far back. And then I, whoop, I pulled the door open. I took off running. There was nothing there. So I'm like, oh, I got to pull the other door open. Tied the rope. <laughs> Boop, pulled that door open. Still nothing there. Then I'm like, I, at this point, I'm still like, dude, there is an animal in, in my grill somewhere. There has to be. It's the only explanation for this noise. Is this motherfucker on my grill? Like, is he under the grill hood? So I'm like, <laughs> I can't tie a rope for that. I have to lift it. I reach in, I finally muster up the courage to lift it. I go to lift it and I look and between the the main grill uh cover and the little side burner thing there's a frog. <laughs> there's a frog, no more <laughs> no more than one and a half inches. Is it just a little gray tree frog? Bro don't even try and ask me the species. It was a frog. That that's, motherfucker. What that's what we got up in our house. I will say that uh, in between his legs, like when he stretched out his legs, there was like a little bit of yellow. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a gray. It's, it? it's a really common gray tree frog. All right. Well, he was, he was a, it was a grill frog. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, getting him off of there equally is hilarious. All right, what are you supposed to do? Grab him? Would you, you what would you really dude i have one i have to take it out of the tank to clean the tank out is it the same kind it's exact I, ours literally came from outside <laughs> dude you fucking frog napped an animal no, from out we talked about this my mother-in-law I, my mother-in-law found it in her house in a closet while she was cleaning it was up in the corner hibernating probably the kids were there for the weekend or for the night the kids were all in- excited about it. They disturbed its peace. They put it in a cardboard box, and she sent them home with it. Okay. And then now it's like it's, my son it has still a. Still sounds like frog napping. It is. I, I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for how it's not frog napping. You know what? Sticky Joe has lived a nice, cushy life. He gets fed. He gets water. He gets to sleep all day. That's tight. That so. is tight. Uh, well, I took I took that rope and I just kept poking him. Until he jumped, and the motherfucker jumped from my grill to the chair, and I was like, "Bro, get off the fucking chair!" So I poked him again, 
And then he jumped to the other chair. And I was like, I just want you to go. Like, I don't want to kill you. I just want you to go. So I took the chair way out to the back and I fucking, I like shook the chair. That motherfucker turned and looked at me, dude, in my soul. And I was like, don't you even think about jumping at me right now. Like I will lose, <laughs> I will lose my shit. So I had a, oh, I had a quick, man. a quick heart to heart with him. And then I set the fucking chair down and shook it real well. And he hopped off and then all was well in the world. He didn't die. I didn't next get time fucking frogged for future reference. Next time, just pick it up and set it in the grass. It's not going to hurt no. you. Don't matter. I, I am. I'm telling you, dude, I told you I'm hanging on to my man card by a thread. <laughs> it has nothing to do with critters. As close as I'll get, I'll touch a worm. I'm cool with that. I'll touch a worm. Because a worm is like a fucking naked snake. It's a naked, tiny snake. <laughs> Will you touch a snake? Yeah, as long as someone else is holding it. <laughs> like, you know, when you go to the zoo and you get to poke it? Yeah, well, I'll, you're not supposed I'll, to poke it. Well, <laughs> when you get to poke it, oh, is that the line where I get to fuck with somebody holding an animal? <laughs> fuck with an animal someone's holding? Yeah, dude. As long as someone else is holding it. Uh, so what the hell's the creek? I, I mean, I discovered a frog. You guys discovered a creek. What's the deal? Yeah, you know, so they're in my neighborhood. There's two halves to the neighborhood. There is a ravine and a creek that runs in between them. Well, it's not really a, it's a kind of a ravine, but it's just a little shitty creek that runs in between them. And, uh, and you know, I knew that there was a corner of our neighborhood that had these walking paths because there used to be a bridge over the creek that went to the school that my uh-huh. kids go to. So we first moved in almost six years ago. I walked Rowan to school the first day. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I looked on Google Maps and there's a bridge back there. And I get there and the there's just bushes covering the path when you get to the woods. And then I look through there and there was the remains of a bridge, like some, like, I guess it was torn down because it was up to code. And so I just never even thought about it over there again because it's kind of you know it's not far but it's the other corner of my half of the neighborhood but Beatrice and I were on a bike ride and I was like oh I forgot about this little path and we went back there went down by the creek and it's like a really cute creek and there's like two people couple somebody built like two really sturdy stick forts and uh and all of the creek and the creek goes back uh you know maybe eighth of a mile before you get to the railroad tracks before 315 mm. and uh now the kids don't want to go anywhere else they want to live there they got up this morning they're like can we go down to the creek like and it's pretty cool that that's in my yeah. neighborhood and they can ride their bikes there and it's just cool that we discovered something like that uh because like they were there today for like four hours did so, uh did you go with them or did they just roll down by themselves just rolled down by themselves that's some standby me shit part. You know what's going to happen. One of them's going to be like, yo, dad, <laughs> I, do you want to see a dead body? A dead body. Might have, might actually happen. But there, it's, cool. it's cool. Like I said, it's cool. Like I, 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 Dude, your robot voicing on me again. Jesus Christ. 
you came I'm back. Glad you that came my back kids for have Jesus something like Christ. that in the neighborhood, and they go fuck off with. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Give me one sec. Give me one sec. Hold on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, that's weird. When I do that with GoToMeet, if I'm using GoToMeeting, it, it if I as I just switched Wi-Fi networks, and uh, because I real I realized about ten minutes uh, about ten minutes you're, ago that I was I was you're cutting out back now. Yes. Okay. Let's just fuck it. Fuck. Let's just keep going. All right. Oh man. Uh, so something else I discovered in this age of quarantine, this age of hyper awareness to germs. Um, somebody posted, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but you ever been to a bathroom, like a, bath, a public bathroom where before you leave, they've got a thing at the bottom of the door and it's like a little metal, uh, yeah. foot pole Kick plate. Yeah, it's not a kick oh, plate. It's a foot pull. Like you grab it with your foot and pull it open. Oh, no. I've never seen that. Okay. So the first time I ever saw them was actually at my work building. Uh, when I went to a not – my, not my main building where I had been, but I went to a different building, and all the bathrooms had these. So how they were set up was uh, you push your way into the bathroom, uh-huh. and on the way out, you know – you have two choices, either grab the handle that some someone probably did not uh, wash their shitty hand and grabbed, or you could grab the paper towel, grab the handle. You know, There's a couple different methods, right? What I noticed is at the bottom, it's like this little metal thing right on the corner of the door that kind of has some grip to it. So when you put your foot on it, it's got a good grip, and you just kind of pull it open with your foot. It's like a foot Very pole. Cool. And I was like, oh, that's neat. but it got me thinking, why the fuck are all bathrooms not pull to enter, push to leave? Because a lot of them are nowadays. In fact, when I go to like Target up here, there's a fucking sign that says this bathroom was designed uh, with hygiene in mind or some shit like that. It, it talks about you, you can wash your hands and you don't need to touch the door to leave. You can just kick kick the bottom of it and push it open or you can yeah. push your way out. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Like why the fuck are all bathrooms not pull to enter, push to leave? It just makes sense. And the only thing I can even remotely come up with, and I know that this is a problem in my old building is you got to really have some space, right? Because if you think about a, uh, a door in a hallway and it's pushed to exit, it's going to fling into the middle of the hallway. Yeah. So every door has to be recessed so that it doesn't fling into the walking path. So I guess I can see like why smaller. Yeah, I think I think I think it's general. I think it's also general just interior doors uh go in. No, they don't. You have my doors bathroom, in your Yeah, my bat my bathroom door here is a pole. All my bathroom doors in this house are pole. Interesting. Yeah, but all the doors into my bedrooms are all push. I feel like at some point in design, somebody said, hey, we should really start doing this. And they just quietly started doing it. 
I, but as a designer, that makes me think like, what was the, there's chance there was a reason. Like, is it, is it the, is, is it the psychological, like I'm entering a room and, and you're, if I'm in the room, I can see the door starting to come in as like a trigger to like, Oh, somebody's coming in the room or instead, instead of somebody whipping the door open or I don't know. It's interesting thought. It's interesting yeah. thought. I have never seen, I don't think I've ever seen an interior door in a house though for any room that doesn't go, that doesn't open in. Yeah. Wild. My, both of my bathroom doors are pulled to open. Oh, you know what? Okay. I ha- I guess I have seen like a lot of people who's, who have that bathroom, like you walk a in half the front bath. door. Yeah. That's like right there by the stairs. A lot of those do open the other way, I guess. What, what's really funny is uh, I had a half bath in the old house and it opened inward. It was so fucking awkward because this thing did not even deserve to be called a bathroom. I swear to God, the toilet was like a three-fourth size toilet. The sink was like a half size sink. And it was... Oh, dude. It was the dude. tiniest thing ever. My my bathroom right here, uh, my basement half bath, the door is two feet wide, maybe. It's really strange. Okay? Like, the door itself. Yeah. Like, they must have had to cut it to, they must have had to like cut a custom size for this thing. <laughs> and you go in there, and if you, when you sit on the toilet, like, my knees are about an inch and a half away from the wall, and I can sit on the toilet, and I can lean my head on the wall. Like, that's it's really it's, weird that, that's weird that you pee sitting down. I just take that opportunity to bust your ass. What's Flamingo? Dude, does Hayden watch that fucker on YouTube, Flamingo? He does. Dude, throughout throughout being a parent, there's only been a handful of entertainers of my children whom I've fantasized about Maybe not killing, but severely beating. And that motherfucker Albert is one of them. <laughs> I like this that fucking, you use this government name. This fucking guy. Uh, I, okay, I already don't get it. I already don't get the culture of watching somebody play a play video game and just talk or scream the whole time. I don't really get that culture already. I get it on like Twitch or something like that where like, but like to, to like where it's, you're interacting with somebody, but like somebody yeah. just making YouTube videos of fucking screaming while they fuck with people on Roblox is just, and this guy gets millions of views by oh, yeah. within a couple hours. Yeah. And, and like we've literally got to the point where we've started to tell our kids, like if we're in the room and you're watching YouTube, you can't watch Flamingo. Because it's just, it's like nails on a goddamn chalkboard. And like, they, like, he says stuff all the time. And the kids have been like walking around saying his catchphrases. And, and like, to the point where I'm like, no, you, like, no, like, you gotta stop. Like, yeah, Hayden, Hayden is actually, uh, he's picking up several things. Like, like manner, not mannerisms, but like, 
just specific humor, a specific yeah. type of humor. He's picking it up. It's actually starting to drive me cr- like crazy. There's little little things he's doing right now that's like, oh, dude, I got a fucking follow up to the Hayden wasn't doing his schoolwork story. <laughs> I got a motherfucking follow up. Uh, number one, he worked all fucking last week, all last week to catch up. And it took him all week. I said, well, I was like, what were you doing that you were this far behind? And as we know, he was just not doing work. He just literally wasn't doing work. He was dicking around. Well, as he is in his room doing his work, catching up, I pop in a couple times. And after the second time of popping in, because I let it go the first time, second time of popping in, I noticed he was switching his window. I said, switch that browser tab, baby. Yeah. I was like, what were you doing? He's like, I'm just working on my schoolwork. I said, no, you you are. No, you weren't. Every time I've come in here, you've quickly switched. He fessed up to it. Even while he was on punishment, working on his schoolwork that he didn't do the week before, he was watching YouTube and not doing his work again. Yeah, baby. So now his ass sits right next to us at the table and has to work like that all day for school. God bless shit. our teachers. Pay our teachers more money. Pay them more than I make, please. Pay, so pay at, teachers a lot of fucking money. After, I didn't mean to uh, say that like I make a lot of money. I'm just saying like I want to make less than teachers make. But hopefully it's because their salary comes up and not yours goes down. That's sure. the way to put it. Sure. Um, no, I could not believe that shit. So once we actually moved his ass downstairs and made him work, he was 100% caught up. For this week and last week, 1.5 days. Yeah, because Unfucking these assignments real. don't take long at all. Because no. my follow-up, my follow-up is the same thing. Two weeks later, I look at it and I was like, I, I, what the fuck is this? Six missings. You know, it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? So same, same thing. You're sitting down at the fucking kitchen table and you're doing it right here while I'm here. Yep. Dude, I feel like feel like an asshole. Um, so something. All right, cool. I'm done then. Uh, thanks, Colin. Thanks for talking me off my asshole ledge. Um, so a bunch of cars were pulling in front of my house the other day. And I look outside, and there's a lady out there with a GoPro and shit. And they are filming uh, while all these cars come down the street. And there's like one like ringleader getting all the packages and they were having a COVID style drive by honk baby shower tonight. My old babysitters come home kind of wrapping with them. They were just getting back from a COVID birthday party. Like what the fuck? I, I, pre- I guess I appreciate uh, people trying, but and maybe it's just because I'm old and I don't give a fuck about celebrating my birthday anymore. Just stay home. Like, nobody better come honking their fucking horn. I don't even want to feel special. 
Oh, you're talking about this was for an adult? Well, I just said a baby shower. So, oh, oh a baby shower. I thought you and, said adult. Well, I, I, get, I did, I did uh, give you two examples. I gave you baby shower and then my neighbors, who are my old babysitters, they just came back from a birthday party. So it's like, that's just a shit, man. I wonder who, like, I saw one online, but like, who kicked that fucking trend off? You know, so I, I'll say this. I, uh, for one, B's birthday is on Saturday. And mm. uh, the other, uh, yesterday morning, I get up and I open the curtains in the living room. And at the corner, you know, like when you pull into my neighborhood and then you immediately turn onto my street, the yeah. corner right there, the, the corner, caddy corner to us that's like facing us, this yard sign that was, 30 feet wide by, I don't know, six feet tall. It said, happy birthday, Aubrey and something else. And they're, and I'm like, wow, really setting the bar pretty high. You know, as soon as Beatrice gets up and looks out the window and says, oh, my birthday's on Saturday, you know, but uh, that being said, you know, our good friend, our good friends uh, and Rowan's best friend, she lives behind us. It was her birthday three weeks ago and her mom did a birthday parade for her and a bunch of us a bunch of us joined in and we decorated our cars and stuff and it was like super cool super meaningful to her and it was fun but at the same time then it does set a a new standard like oh man i want to parade for my birthday and uh it's just weird and now like b's turning eight on saturday and and we got to think of you know she she understands that we're in a situation that's birthday is going to be different but uh i don't know man it's weird it it is interesting because like with regular birthdays you know some people go way over the top they'll spend a lot of money we we've done that before for hayden i think we spent like five or six hundred dollars on his birthday one year uh paid for i think did you guys come to that when we paid for either laser tag or trampoline park I feel like I feel like you guys came out. I don't know. Um, we spent a lot of money. Most people have been able to tell their kids, "Hey, that's not happening. You're not getting a fucking you know six hundred dollar birthday party." Right. You can't really do that in COVID. Like you can't do that right now. We haven't had enough of those going on for enough time to explain to kids like, no, that's not the normal. So every kid. And quarantine is expecting something like that. Yeah, it's weird. Speaking yeah. of which, Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah, that too. I'm going to go out front and just fucking honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> just drive around the block. Yeah. Dude, dude. <laughs> All right, Colin. I'm coming to your house. It's just me and you. Toot, toot. And then you're coming to my house. Toot, toot. Done. Done. Done and done. Anybody else want to get in on this? Let us know. Um, new music. New music. You want to kick it off? Yeah. Uh, it was funny because I didn't know it was coming out last Friday. Uh, but this new band, they're called Umbra Vitae. I think that's how you pronounce the last name or the last word. Um, uh, came out. They've released a record on Friday. And I had heard one song about three weeks ago when they announced that the band even existed three or four weeks ago, but it's like a super group 
Uh, it's Jake Bannon from Converge on vocals. Uh, Sean Martin, who was in, uh, Hatebreed, uh, like on Perseverance and stuff like that, uh, playing guitar. Uh, and then a couple guys from the Red Chord and, uh, the drummer of Job for a Cowboy. And, and it's just, Hell yeah. It's just like super creative. It's, it's, it's super solid death metal straight up, mm. but, but it, it's, it's got that younger death metal sound that people are digging right now. Those young bands like Tomb Mold and Outer Heaven and stuff like that. But it's, uh, but it's, you could definitely tell it's like guys from Red Cord and guys from Converge and guys, from, yeah, it's, uh, you could hear their pedigree in all of their bands in it, but it's straight up death metal. But I listened to that record three or four times over the weekend. Like I just like finished it and wanted to listen to it again. It's it's very solid death metal. It was funny too, because when they released that first song, like a month ago, I thought it was good, but it wasn't like, it didn't excite me. But then I listened to the whole record in context and everything. And it was like, Oh, this is, this is good stuff. And it's only 26 minutes long, full length. How many songs? Like eight or 10. Okay. Uh, so Drake, Drake also put out. Oh like yeah, Dark Lane demo tapes or something like that. Dark Lane demo tapes. I think it's like fourteen tracks, but it's it's closer to fifty minutes long. Uh, I've heard, I, I'm not like the biggest Drake fan of the world, but I hear that people are loving it. It's a bunch of songs, like it's a bunch of songs with lyrics that are kind of about being antisocial, which I feel what a fucking relevant time to drop that. So, I mean, good on him. I actually am a really big Drake fan. That being said, I have not had the time to give the entire project a listen. So, I mean, I think everybody heard that fucking Tootsie Slide song, um, which I don't like. No surprise. I, I never like those tracks. Um, so not a fan there. He made that shit for TikTok, if you ask me. Um, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a listen though. You should do the same. Why? Why are you yeah. not a Drake fan? Like, I mean, he's. I feel like Drake is like the hip hop cure. Like where he spans fucking, I mean, multiple decades, and has had everything from like your backpacker, like kind of rap, like rap, rap all the way through like the singing shit. He's, he spans so much. It's like, I really like old Drake. I don't mind new Drake. I don't think it's bad. It's just that it's just like saying like, I really like the cure when the cure is playing sad songs. I don't want to hear songs about love from the cure, except for love song. I think everyone likes that, but yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Part of it. I think honestly, part of it for Drake to me, it was like, you know, there was that time, like, I don't know, five or six years ago where it was like you turned on any hip hop radio station, every single song was either a Drake song or had a Drake feature. Oh, and, and five it, years before that, it was Lil Wayne. And, and it's just, it, it's so, but that's, I think part of it is the fact that like Drake, I only marginally like just taste wise. Like I think, I think it's, I think he's okay. I think he's a pretty decent rapper. I think he's a good singer. I think a lot of his ideas are creative. Uh, 
but it's just never been like my thing I'm super into. So like yeah. when I got worn out on Drake, it's like, okay, I get it. You know? So yeah, no, nice. no real hate, no real hate. Uh, it is funny though, to me that he was like a child star first, but uh, I mean, so was Justin Timberlake, right? Wasn't he? Yeah. True. Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. You're right. You're right. Mickey Mouse Club, bro. What up? Uh, it's a very Drake thing to do, though. Like, I feel like he's like, oh, fuck, man. Everyone's in the house. Like, let me release a bunch of songs about being antisocial. Like, that's such a Drake thing to do. And I think the entire pandemic is forcing people to think outside that box and deliver content yeah. more creatively. Yeah, I... I... Uh, Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds. We didn't talk about this last week. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds. Just you know, this is a band that has been around since the late the the late eighties, early nineties. But Nick Cave, as a musician, was doing stuff all through the eighties and has done tons of side projects. And there's tons of Nick Cave in the Bad Seeds side projects or or one offs or things like that. So they just announced one day that. Uh, they announced Bad Seed TV, and mm-hmm. it's a it's on YouTube, and it's just streaming live twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Just Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds content. Obviously, they have forty years of content, but it's just like interviews, live shows, music videos. Yeah, you know, it, it's so great to just like have on because then the thing ends and like what's next, and then it's like oh, it's a whole set from you know nineteen ninety two or whatever. And I've noticed that like. Metallica has been releasing uh, videos of old sets. Uh, uh, they're the uh, guys who are still alive from death, you know, have been doing the same kind of thing, like releasing like old videos, stuff like that. I've just noticed a lot of bands are kind of like getting content out there, not necess- not necessarily in new or different ways, even though some of them obviously, I mean, we, we talked about this last week, but, um, it's just it's it's cool to see bands really just say look there's all this stuff that exists of us you know people are always filming shows you know and and uh and stuff like that so i i think it's 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 cool and something i read today i just got me thinking and uh i don't know if you saw deftones chino marino said that deftones are basically done with their record Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, there's a little bit of mixing and mastering to do still. Um, but he said that like they were focused on just writing, but then with this stuff they were planning on putting out in the summer and he goes, uh, but now we don't know because like, is it worth it to put out a record that you can't support? And I, my, and I, I can only speak from somebody who, uh, is in the position of, 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 that I am, that I make music for fun. I'm not making music. I'm not releasing music because it's my livelihood. And my heart breaks for all of the bands right now that are not able to pay their bills because they're not out there doing their job, being able to do their job, which I do think is essential. Uh, standing in a huge crowd, is that essential? I don't know. That's where you get back to the, you get back to the thing. Anyway, uh, but, it it's like somebody says i don't know is it worth it to yes release new music we're all sitting yeah. around 
You have a captive audience. Everyone's sitting around their house. Yes, bands. Now is the time. If you've been sitting on a record, you've been waiting to drop, drop it now. We'll we'll, we'll learn the lyrics. We'll love it. We'll come see you when you can play again. You know what I mean? It's like, don't say, oh, I don't know if we can release it because because I don't know if we'll be able to tour behind it. I get it. I get it. You're you're touring on something that's new and fresh and exciting, and you can say, hey, this is a new song and all this stuff, but like, this is a new era. This is a new thing. We got to start to adapt. You know, adapt, overcome, whatever you say. <laughs> there is one thing that I don't think a lot of people think about, and that is the fact that all shows are canceled right now. When shows do open back up, the small bands are still not going to get those opportunities it's going to go to the bands uh that are just you know trying to get back out there they're going to go to these club owners that are thirsty for money it's going to all go to the big bands everything's going to be the big everything it's going to take a while before like the smaller bands even get the opportunities again because the bigger bands are going to fucking scarf them all up like that's unfortunately how it is yeah and i think it's going to be like that in any industry that has a live circuit whether it be tattooing, blah, 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 you know, fucking comedy, doesn't matter. Yeah, so. it's wild, man. So big bands, if you can afford it, let's get some of those young bands out there. The smaller bands. Last thing I'm going to end with is being in quarantine has forced me to focus on weird shit. Uh, I have this toy. It's a traditional Japanese toy. It's called a kandama. All it is is a wooden thing with a string on it. There's a ball that hangs off the string. Hey. You probably, you probably, yeah. You've, well, you've you've probably seen a version of it called like a cup and ball. That that's what you're talking about, where it's just a wooden cup and you get the ball in the cup. This is, it's like that on steroids. It has small cup on the right, a little bit bigger cup on uh, the left. The bottom handle has a cup, and on the top, there's a spike. And the ball itself has a hole in it, so you can get it on any four Crazy. things. Yeah. So You got the spike a, yet? Hell yeah, dude. Of course. This show, I put that shit on my Instagram story like three days ago, two days ago, something. Um, long story short, I was at a tattoo convention. We were right next to uh, these tattoo artists from Canada. They happen to have one. I was like, let me see that because I cannot resist anything that is like a little skill, like a little game of skill. I can't fucking resist it. I will sit there all day and do it. It could be like, you see my phone? I do this. I, I throw my phone in a specific manner and I like do like basically flip tricks with it. I can't not fuck around and do something like that. So when they handed me it and told me what to do, all weekend, I was fucking with it. When I got home, I ordered one. Eh, lost, lost, you know, uh, lost its luster. It wasn't shiny and new anymore. Put it away. I was opening a box, and there it was. Ah, it like popped out. I was like, let me see this. Picked it up. Holy shit! I am better now than I ever was because Hilarious. I've just been fucking with it nonstop. And then I got Hayden on it. He's hype on it. He wants one now, which is great because it's not an electronic device. Super yeah. happy. 
I will buy him one. You should check it out. It's just a weird game of skill. And it's fucking fun. And when you actually like land it or get it in a cup or spike, super dope. Just don't go on YouTube and watch people who are good at it. Were you uh, one of those guys who uh, used those devil sticks? <laughs> I had yes. some. I yes. had some too. <laughs> yeah, I totally had some. They're Hilarious. fucking fun. You know what? Tonight, I'm going to order some of those. Oh, my God. Let's see. I'm going to Google it right now. How much are they? Six um, <laughs> Oh, look. They're on Amazon. Whoa. What's this, like the fucking official ones? Thirty nine ninety five. Get out of here with that. There's got to be a cheaper pair than that. Hang on. You've got me wanting to find them. Jesus, $45.99? Where is like the Amazon basics? I'm trying I'm trying to get the like eleven dollar version. Thanks for reminding me, Colin. Oh my god, two hundred and nineteen dollars. Um, I guess that's still a thing. Yeah. And they've got uh these ones glow in the dark and shit. They're multicolor LED flower devil sticks with control sticks. So I'm thinking that's for raves. All right, cool. Fucking learn something new every day. All right, you got anything you want to close with, Colin? Nah. <laughs> nah. 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 I I was literally sitting here a minute ago going like, feeling I'm feeling I'm feeling the the, the body starting to body and mind start to shut down. Oh shit! What if you fell asleep? Oh, wait, we talked about this before. That'd be phenomenal if you fell asleep during the podcast remote. I could. I I would record it as long as it would go. Just keep talking. I would, I would just keep the recording going. Hilarious. But we're not going to keep this recording go- going. We are done. Episode P07. <laughs> Fucking 10-4 over and out. <laughs> <laughs>